32 of the Dream Life Loading Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sky, And I'm Susan, your other co-host. How are you today, Sky? I'm so good, Susan. We had an awesome weekend. Just, I feel like we're still, I think like having just gotten engaged, we're going to be in that like happy celebratory time for like literally as long as we can. So just extending the celebrations and checking some things off my bucket list. I really wanted to go do this like twilight garden thing right near us. We did that on Friday, which was awesome. And just really enjoying time together and just enjoying like Italian summer. So I'm so good. How are you? I love that. I'm so good too. We had a very busy weekend, but I think we're getting our social stamina back after being very sick. So I'm very excited. It was just nice to spend time. Honestly, I feel like when we're in a big crowd, Chris and I get like the most intimate one-on-one time because sometimes it's like nerve wracking at the beginning. You don't know anyone. So it was just nice to like have my buddy and I just love going to weddings with him because like I went to a wedding this summer without him and I was like, oh, like I really love going to weddings with him. Like he's just my person. So it was great. He surprised me. Sky, the man could tango. I've no, I've been with him for years and I did not know this. This song came on and he was like, we're not getting off the dance floor. And the man was like spinning me around, like doing a fun little step. I was like, Christopher Robert Ash, where, where has this been hiding? I loved every second of it. Oh my God. That's so awesome. And I know to transition a little before our weekends, you and I both <laughs> did something very exciting. I think back to back nights, if I'm correct, and obviously we had to go see the Barbie movie. And yeah. so I saw it Wednesday night. I was so happy that they were showing it in English. I thought I was going to have to wait until I'm home in a couple of weeks, or I thought we weren't going to be able to see it, whatever. And yep. a friend of mine here was like, hey, I know you were interested in Barbie. Like they're showing it in the original version um, on Wednesday. And I was like, okay, Nick, like we have to go. And he was really excited too. So we went on, on Wednesday and then you saw it on Thursday. Yes, we did like a girls night. I tried to get Chris. Chris actually hurt his back on Wednesday. So he was gonna go. But we had to go out of town to a different theater and their seats are older. And he was like, I can't sit through a two hour movie. Like, I totally understood. So it was me and two of my girlfriends and we had a blast. Disclaimer, we might slip up. There's probably gonna be spoilers in this. So if you haven't seen it, do not watch this episode. Like, pause and come back till after you've seen it. I was, I'm glad you said that. I was going to say the same thing too. It's like, we want to do this episode to talk about the movie and I don't want to have to sit here and be like, oh, well, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to say that. Cause it's like the whole point of this episode is to talk about the movie. So it's for the people that have seen it and either loved it or hated it. And I think, so you told me, you're like, oh, we saw Barbie last night. And I was like, literally, I wanted to talk so much about it with you, but I was like, no, let's say nothing and save everything for the podcast. Yeah. I assume you liked it, but I don't even know if you did because we literally have not spoken about it. Okay, well then let's just get right into my list because I was like, I wasn't into it until it came out. So like leading up to it coming out, I saw the promo and stuff where it was pretty big and I was just like, okay, like cool. But I wasn't invested in it. And then it came out and I'm seeing all these reviews and I was like, okay, like now I really need to see it. And then I saw it. Sky, I listen to that soundtrack every morning just so I can like try to replay it in my head. I cannot wait till it streams. I told Chris, I was like, if we have a daughter, she's watching it daily. Like, I love it. I loved it so much with every fiber of my being. And I think it all started with the way they set it up. Like the beginning, I love the beginning, but like when it's actually that first scene in Barbie land, I wrote, 
I was like, the opening scene is where I want to live. Like I had such peace, such closure. She had a kick-ass morning routine. Like that was one of my favorite parts was like this girl had her morning routine down. And I just, I loved that opening scene. I agree. It was like, this is what life should be. She was, she was romanticizing her life, which like it's Barbie and she lives in Barbie land and she can do that every day. But it was like, you know what, this is, and this is why it's so perfect. Not only is this movie popular right now and it makes sense for us to be talking about it, but it's so DLL coded like that entire movie I was like (laughs) her she is like like we say like take a vacation each day it was like Barbie literally takes a vacation each day she was saying like yesterday was amazing and today is amazing and tomorrow will be amazing (laughs) yes it can you just say that you know and it was like no I agree and the Lizzo song that was playing during that opening was the I think I assume she wrote it for the movie like she must have she did so I actually read an article I don't know like how accurate this is but it was that they played like a two like I don't know how music works but like the sounds of it they played it for and then she wrote the lyrics while watching the scene and if you listen to it she's actually describing every single thing that's happening in the scene which I think is so cool and the producer was like it was so funny because she was just describing what Barbie's doing, but it set the tone for the movie so good. So good. And I I think, like, I haven't done it, but I want to do it. Like, listen to that during your morning routine. Like, I need to go add that to our DLL morning playlist or, like, our all of our playlists because it's so – it just puts you in the perfect mood. But I agree. It was the perfect way to start the movie because it was like, okay, like, we are complete – which I expected with Barbie. Like, we are going to dive into the pink. We're going to dive into, like – this is going to be so like so good and so like over the top and we're just going to be okay with it. And it was no, that the opening set the tone and then it got even better. And I'm kind of surprised <clears throat> I don't have like big negative things to say about it. I expected like, I expected there to be things that I was like, that should have been done differently, but I really. Mm-hmm. And the humor, like the adult humor, every time they, the Kens were like, I'm going to beat you off. I was dead. Like my friend Lauren was next to me. And every time, like she couldn't have food in her mouth because she was just laughing. And it was just, she was like, wait, what are they saying? So and it just, I was so, so funny. So we went, we went and saw it obviously in Italy and Nick was like, I wonder if there's going to be like certain jokes that the Italians don't get because yeah. like, yes, they understand English, but like some of those jokes might not translate well. And he brought up the beat you off or beat whatever, however they said it. And I was like, I didn't get that. So I speak English and that went over my head. So he explained to me and I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. But no one in our theater was laughing. Like Nick thought it was okay. No one else got it because like I couldn't even get it. But like, let's be honest, some jokes do go over my head. But then obviously, like a lot of people that weren't like native English speakers that went over their head. But so many little moments like that where it was like, this is hilarious. And the the comment she said to the construction workers where she was like, I was like, Barbie, it was so funny because there were some moments where she was like in her little dream house, like being very like child Barbie. But then there were some things like that. It was like, okay, this is appealing to like all the audiences. Yes. No, it was, it was so funny. Actually, this has nothing to do with the movie, but the experience I had at the movie theater. I've never been to a movie theater where you can drink. And this movie theater had twisted tea. I was so excited. I was living my best life. (laughs) I have to talk. I'm going to bring this up. But since you said that this theater, so this was our first time seeing a movie in Italy and it was like basically the exact same that it would be in America. Right. Except 
halfway through the movie, the movie stopped. And Nick and I looked at each other. We were like, what's going on? Like, is there a glitch? No, you get an intermission at the Italian theater. How smart is that? So it's like, for that is smart. Like, me, that, like I ran pee five minutes before the movie started. Cause I was like, I don't want to have to get up in the middle. You don't yeah. have to worry. Cause you get an intermission. How smart. That's really nice. Right? That's so beautiful. So that was, like, that was the high. And the seats were not crammed, like super like big, spacious, comfy seats, but it was a it was a good movie watching experience, especially with the pee break. That for me was definitely a highlight. I love that for you. <laughs> Did you like I know Nick, this was one part that like there were things that he understood that I didn't, but then there were things that I understood that he didn't, some of which were all the discontinued Barbies that they included in the movie. That yes. that her name is Midge, right? The pregnant Barbie. The pregnant one. Yeah. I had her. And when I saw her in the opening scene, I gasped. I was like, that little purple gown, I rec it was like the details were so perfect. It was like, on. like, oh my God. And then the skipper, the babysitter Barbie, and even Alan. I remember I never had him, but Ken's friend, like yeah. Michael Sarah guy. Like I loved all the little details for like yeah. hard Barbie people. It was like, if you get it, you get it. Oh. Yeah. I, my so Sarah was the other friend I went with and she had the pregnant Barbie and she's like I had that one so like she popped off she was like living her best life it was just and I think now that I've been this is one of the things I love about TikTok is after the movie I immediately obviously ended up on Barbie TikTok and I was finding out all these little things that I didn't even notice I'm like I could probably see this movie 15 times and pick up yes. little details like I there was some People are suspecting that it was something like Wizard of Oz because she drives on the pink brick road and then in the movie yeah. they're playing Wizard of Oz. So people were saying that they were trying to do like an homage to Wizard of Oz, which I guess makes sense. She's entering another world. So yeah. I really see, but all the little details. So I didn't know this, but like in the middle of the movie, Sarah leaned over and she was like, do you recognize these girls? And I was like, no. She was talking about the lunch scene where Barbie like goes up to Sasha and her friends. And she's like, they're supposed to be Bratz dolls. And I was like, oh my God, like they have the names and everything. And they're just like, not nice. And I was like, that's so funny. Like that made it even more like to know it while I was watching it. Cause if I didn't, if she didn't say anything, I would have never made the connection. I didn't. It was just a bunch of Easter eggs. Yes. I didn't know it until after. And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Cause I like once I was always a Barbie girl, I, I think I maybe had Bratz, you know, because there was one named Jade. So I think I had her. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I loved that, that little detail. And I loved how they attacked Barbie because it was like, we have to bring up, like, I have always been a diehard Barbie fan, but I know that, like, there have been issues in society yeah. with Barbie, like the, the stereotypes that she set. But I loved that we put the blame back on society. And it was like, you can attack Barbie all you want, but it's not Barbie's fault. Like, she, you know, like, she didn't think, she didn't understand what was going yeah. on. Loved that, that we were going to do that right at the beginning and Sasha was going to come out and completely attack Barbie. And then it was a twist for me that it was that Barbie came back to save the mom, not the girl. Yes. Not expecting that. I thought that was so sweet. Yes. I love that. And talking about the mom, we have to talk about the monologue because yeah, I know it gives me like I have goosebumps right now just thinking about it. And I that, like I saw the movie once, so like I only probably got ten yeah. percent of what that monologue is. But like, really, it boils down to women supporting women, and I have really 
like honestly seen it because there's been instances where I've been frustrated with someone or whatever it is. And I'm like, you know what? After watching the Barbie movie, I'm like, we just need to support each other. Like, there's no reason for me to be mad at you. Even if you're mean to me, like, I'm not going to be your best friend, but like, I don't need to be tearing you down in my thoughts because women can support women. Yep. I know there were so many, and I'm glad that TikTok has allowed me to rewatch that monologue a few times because it keeps popping up. And she, like that monologue was written so beautifully, but she delivered it so freaking well. And I, I think this movie could have been too preachy. And I know there are some people that are complaining like this was too like, oh, it's all about women and like everyone hates the guys. And I really don't think that that was the case with this movie. I thought it was done so well that it was like, we're just going to tell the truth here. Like, we're not going to try and say that some people are better than others because I think there's way too many movies that are going to say like women are better than men. And like, I think we got a little bit of that, but then in the end, it really all came together. I think that monologue set the tone where it was like, women are just trying to survive. And like the way that she was speaking and like trying to be a mother, but you don't want to talk about your kids too much and you can't do this, but you can't not do this. It's like, this is so raw and this is so realistic. And the fact that this woman who like, if you look at like the, there were so many different layers of that moment, but it was like this woman who grew up on Barbie and then literally turned back to Barbie in her thirties, forties, however old she was, because yeah, in this crisis of life. And now she's like giving this beautiful monologue to these Barbies that like needed that self-esteem that she was getting from Barbie. It was like, this is like the layers. Like it was like (laughs) brilliant. It really was. And it was, it was so beautiful like that. The movie was funny and there were like definitely serious parts and funny parts and whatever. But that was, I think the monologue was the highlight other than, I mean, the, the, some of the funny parts were obviously like really well. That monologue was definitely up there for me. Yes, I agree. It's just like everything I touched on, like body image, expectations, society. And then it honestly, like it unified because it was snapping the Barbies out of like the Ken France. Yeah. So like it was just, it was stunning. Absolutely stunning. And I think it was, it was a good way to, rem- like you said too, like we don't have to turn on each other. Like it can be so hard. And we talk about comparison so much. It's like this movie was so perfect for us to discuss. It's like, we are all going through completely different things as women, as a society, but we can all relate in the fact that we don't really know Mm -hmm. what we're doing. And I think that was like, that's how her and her daughter, what was, it was Sasha and Gloria. That's how they came together. It was like, the girl finally saw her mom for like, a woman and not just like this nagging mom that was driving her crazy. Like Gloria's trying to survive here. Like she's really just doing what she can and trying to like make ends meet. And the, Mm -hmm. like, that was the way that Sasha finally saw her mom. And like, I think that was like, I don't know, like my mom and I are so close. And I think that, and I'm seeing a lot of like people on TikTok that are like, Oh, if you're a mom, like this movie hits different and whatever. And it's like, that was such a sweet moment was the mom was like, she was the savior, you know, like Barbie obviously was the one that like took the lead, but it was, it was because of Gloria. And I love like mom saved the world always. I loved yeah. like, that side of it too. And you could see that it was so healing for the mom, like her inner child was thriving. Mm-hmm. And I love that because you're never too old to go and do the work or to check in with 
your younger self. And I, and I love that. On brand with us this summer, like I was watching, it's like, this is so perfect with our entire summer literally being of like, heal your inner child. And it was like, now we get to go all watch Barbie. Like how perfect is that? And it yeah. really was. And I think I saw something on TikTok. I don't know if this is accurate, but someone had a theory that like Barbie land is your childhood where you feel like you're so sheltered because like your parents yeah. are protecting you from literally anything bad. So you feel like Barbie where yesterday was amazing. T- today's amazing. And tomorrow will be amazing too. And then you enter Santa Monica of the adulthood and everything kind of sucks. So I think I, I was like, Oh, that perspective totally makes sense. And it definitely lines up with the movie, whether that was like intent, I'm sure it was intentional, but I like, I I didn't really think about it in the moment until I watched, like thought about it after I was like, okay, like that, that also checks out. And like, like, like I said, there were so many different layers and so many different ways you could look at that movie, which I think was so smart. Cause it's like Barbie could be for one demographic, but I really feel like anyone that goes to see that movie could find something that they enjoy about it. So I saw this on TikTok later and it was like, obviously the whole movie, you can tell Barbie does not love Ken. Like, yeah unfortunately Ooh, I wonder if you're gonna have written this down and it's because Gloria never had a Ken doll yes. and it was like oh because she didn't first first of all she didn't need a Ken doll like you can be iconic on your own and I like I felt bad for him the whole time like I was like oh I just want her to love him back yeah. but I was like she was always honest with him though like before after the dancing scene like they have like the dance party and she's like no go home I don't want you here like she's so blunt and honest with him and like I feel like as a woman that's so uncharacteristic for us like collectively like I can't can't imagine telling someone like no I don't want you here like that's bold in itself and then to do it to someone who's like professing their love to you like just one of those things I think that's something I'm going to take away from this movie is Barbie told it like it was and she said what was on her mind with confidence and with grace and kindness like and she was never rude she was never rude and her intentions were always pure and clear it was like she was never going out of her way to be malicious she literally just wanted to have her girls night she did not like ken she never i mean it's so hard because like in our heads we always see ken and barbie together but this yeah did not like Ken and never once made it seem like she did. So it was like, she never led this man on. And the best part was that we were okay with it. Like we watched this woman on a screen say, I don't want you here, go home. And it wasn't like, oh, she's so rude. Or it was just, oh yeah, Barbie doesn't want you here, go. And then in the reverse, when Ken did it to Barbie, then we felt for Barbie, but it was like, okay, like this is kind of how, like they're playing. He also took her house. There was a difference. He oh, took a huge difference. Oh, yes. He took Barbie's house. Like, I had so much anxiety when the Kens were taking over. I was like, this is not how it's supposed to be. No, no, but I do think that was hilarious because it was such, obviously very intentionally, like, yes. flipping the stereotypes, but it was so funny. And then the way the Barbies took it right back and they're like, no, this is our land. Like, you will not trample over us. And I loved... I thought it was going to end like that. I thought it was going to end like everything goes back to normal. Like yeah. is now like re-obsessed with Barbie and like it's the Barbie dream houses, whatever. I loved that it didn't end that way. And Barbie had that moment with Ken where she was like, you need to go figure out who Ken is, not just yeah. Barbie. It's like that to me was like, okay, now like this could have been a very preachy movie, like very like pro-women, anti-men. And it was like, no, this was just a pro like 
people being people. And I think that mm-hmm. was the message that I really took away. It was like, we don't have to like label people as anything other than just like find what makes you happy, which is what yeah. we were doing all along. And then she got everyone else on board. Yep. Uh, fun fact, I have Ken's jacket, the white fur coat. Oh my God. I ha- It's not as long as his. It goes like just past my butt, but I have the exact coat. And it makes me giggle. I got it. It was, I inherited it from my grandmother. It was like the, they, my grandparents were one of those, like they worked really hard for what they had. And once they retired, that was when they finally started enjoying life. And it was her first big purchase. I remember my mom like laughing and being like, I don't know why she bought this. This is a time when like Peter's throwing like red paint on people. Like, why would you buy a fur coat? But it was, it was one thing that she always wanted her. I bet it was cheaper if people were very anti-Peter. Yes. Yes. So anyways, she got it and I like loved it. Like I would go, she always had it in a bag. I, I never even saw her wear it. And I would just go like pet it. And so I got, that's what I got when he passed away. But I was like, I have that coat. I was so excited. I have to say, Ken, I think that movie could not have been better cast. I like, obviously yes. Robbie was she that woman is Barbie like she is she was so perfect in that role and I think mm-hmm. she was so perfect in that role because she's already identified herself in Hollywood as being this like boss woman like you don't mess with Margaret yeah. like in all these different characters she's like I know I like she just drips confidence like she knows who she is yeah. which is Barbie you know like Barbie runs the world we were we thought that it's yeah. the movie and we thought that even more at the end and I love that that stayed consistent you know like so much changed but Barbie rules the world. Ken killed it. Like that was so perfect. He was so well cast. He was hilarious. And I like maybe yeah. I know there were so many funny mo- mo- uh, moments in that movie. <laughs> the funniest to me was just he was so obsessed with beach. Like that was so <laughs> funny. And when they went to California and he was like, I can't even beach here. I died. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> And have you seen on TikTok now, everyone, the trend of like, here's my Ken, like his job is, have you seen this? No. Oh my God. You Okay, I'm going to send you some after, but it's basically like <laughs> girls showing off their boyfriends, fiance's husbands. And it's like one girl, um, he was a med student. So she was like, this is Ken. Ken's job is hospital. He comes with a stethoscope and scrub. <laughs> one day he'll be Dr. Ken, but it's just like funny things like that. And oh, that's hilarious. So funny, but I love that it's like Ken. It's true. Ken was not a lifeguard. He was not literally anything more than just beach. It, I thought that was so funny. So funny. Speaking of Barbie, so I went to this wedding this weekend, and this girl. I walked by this girl, and she was like, "I love your dress," and I was like, "Thank you so much." And then later, I passed her and her date again, and I like I had to stop because when they had first walked in, I leaned over to Chris and I was like. She's wearing Barbie pink. Like she has a Barbie pink dress on. Like it was iconic. Um, So then later in the night, we ended up like meeting up and we started talking. And I was like, you guys look like Barbie and Ken because he had like a cool, it wasn't floral, but it was just a colorful shirt. It complimented the Barbie dress. And she's like, shut up. I want to see that movie. Long story short, we ended up talking the whole night. I was like, you are going to be my friend. Like, whether you like it or not, I'm going to force this on you. Um, If you're listening, shout out to you, Emma. I'm so excited to be your friend. Um, But yeah, it was just one of those. It was like Barbie's connecting people out in the real world too. It is. And I think it's giving people 
It's just, I think it combines everything people needed right now. It's like the nostalgia yeah. coming together. And I think it's, it's just supporting each other and it's supporting, mm-hmm. like, supporting people being who they want to be. And like, like I loved, it was like Barbie, like I, I said to Nick before, I was like, I hope they talk about like how Barbie's had every occupation on the planet. And that was totally like brought through. How they opened. Yeah. It was perfect. It was like, Barbie's doing this, Barbie's <laughs> doing that. And I loved it. It was like, it, this movie seemed so far-fetched with like women running the world, but like that can totally happen, you know, like, and they think the way Barbie was so shocked by how men ran it in the other world, it was like, yeah. Barbie's going to change the world. She she already has in so many ways. And no, I think this yeah. movie is, I, it, I hope that it like catches, it continues to catch on the way it is and that people, people like it as much as we did. Yeah, it was so good. Was I think so good. It, it's fair to say that Barbie was our collective favorite for the week, yes. but do we want to get into favorites? I think that's absolutely perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I do think Barbie was my favorite for the week. And I think just, it's just been fun. Like when was the last time you saw a movie? Like, I don't remember the last time I've been in a theater. Before COVID. Oh my God. Yeah, before COVID. Wow. Yeah. Well, our movie theater closed. We had like this beautiful, beautiful movie theater in our town. And then when COVID happened, it shut down and they just haven't reopened. I don't think they're going to, um, which is super sad. So it's like, it's a half an hour, no matter which way we leave from here to go to a movie. I usually fall asleep in movies, so it's never been something that it was like, oh, let's do it. Like, we usually just stream, so. Yeah, yeah. It was such a nice excuse to get out and do something a little different, <laughs> which I also love. Yes. Fun little mid- midweek date night, you know, and it was obviously worth it. Um, but my, this kind of goes right along with it. So my favorite, this sounds so lame, but I was thinking, like, re- what really was, like, my favorite from this past week? And it was just quality time. And I think yeah. like we had our Barbie movie on Wednesday and this isn't even just quality time with your significant other. Like that is what it is for me this week, but I think just being intentional about your time. And I was thinking like, where like this whole quality time thing. I remember the therapist I had my senior year of college was saying to me, like, have you ever done like a love language test? And I was like, no. And she was like, you and Nick should do it. Like, it would be just fun to like, see like what your love languages are. And we were both quality time. And it was just something that ever since we did that test, we became very aware of like what matters most to us more than gifts, more than words of affirmation is just spending time together. So I think I've been, we've both been extremely intentional with that. Just kind of like, I think, overall like since we took that test we've been like just aware of it but i think these past couple weeks too it's like spending time together is worth more than anything you know like that is priceless Mm -hmm. that's definitely been my favorite for this week it's just quality time just appreciate the moment and like for what it is you know like time is like it it's tough you know like if you have the time to spend with each other you should enjoy it it's actually really funny that you said your favorite was quality time because my favorite of the week was time. Today is the first day in seven days that I don't have anything planned after work, which is kind of like, I usually do a couple things after work, but usually like we spend, like Chris and I hang out at home, just us. And I've been going on walks. I went to the movies. We went to a birthday party. We had a wedding. Like we were just so busy last week, but I was like, it's, First of all, it's been raining literally all summer here. So it has been so nice to just have sunshine and just taking advantage of it. Like getting outside before it freaking snows us in. Like 
all of that. So that was my favorite of the week. That's so funny. Cause I was thinking, I was like, oh, this isn't really a favorite, but it really was what was on my mind. Like when have you and I both not said like a physical item as our favorites? Maybe not ever. Yeah, I, at least one of us has yes. an item. No, we're growing. Oh no, literally look at, look at what Barbie's doing already. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Um, what is your mantra of the week? With love always. And I read this and I was like, oh, like, I like that. Like, that's kind of how I sign stuff if I'm talking, like, if I wrote for a letter, that's how I sign it. And then I was like, no, like, I should be doing everything with love. Like, I'm going to the gym to love myself. If Chris asks me to do something, instead of turning around and giving him an absolute double barrel attitude, I'm just going to do it with love because I love him. Like, I just am trying to fill my cup with more gratitude and love. And I think that if I'm doing my actions solely with love, instead of just like, I don't know, instead of going through the motions, it just feels more full and fulfilling when you do it with an intention of like a feeling. And I've been doing it with love. And I I just really like that. And it's more meaningful. I, I think that's really special. And it's like, you could even do this in a situation where you're doing something you don't want to do and think back, okay, mm-hmm. say like, okay, like, why am I doing this? And then like, what's this going yeah. to give me? And like, you can find something to love about what, whatever you're doing, whether you want to be doing it or not. So I think yeah. that's, a, that's such a nice way to stay intentional about things. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. My, what's yours? My mantra of this week with... This is this is always one that's like in the back of my head, but then with it being August officially tomorrow, obviously my mantra this week has to be for the hope of it all. And we do love <laughs> Swift. And that quote, like since the first time I heard August, was like that stuck, like that, not even to live yeah. for the hope of it all, but just the for the hope of it all. It was like that it sticks with me because it really is like everything you're doing is for the hope of it all to work out. And I think I need that, especially right now. And then with it being August, it's just all perfectly in line. So that's definitely my mantra for this week. Oh my God. We didn't even talk about this part, which like is so DLL in the end of the movie. She's like, people don't live on forever, but ideas do. And I was like, dream life loading will live on so much longer after we, we do, if it goes all to plan. And that just means so much to me. Yes. I love that. Oh, perfect way to end it, Susan. I love that. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you give us a rating, subscribe, and let us know what you want to hear us talk about next week. Bye. Bye.